You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. So as most of you know, I just got back from spending three weeks away from the church, and my first stop during my trip was to Havana, Cuba. And in Cuba, Brian and I got an Airbnb because one of the things that I I love to do while, while on vacation is to travel to a foreign place and then try and live at least a a little bit like the locals do. Because, you know, like, hotels are pretty much, they're like all the same everywhere you go. And so I get a lot from the way in which uh, staying in a private home, it creates a kind of temporary alternate reality where I get to imagine, if only for a few days, what my life would be like if I had happened to be born in another place. So I like showing up someplace that has a kitchen because that means I have to go to the grocery store or as was the case in Cuba, I had to go to 10 different grocery stores because none of them sell all the things they are supposed to sell because, well, Cuba. I uh, quickly learned that one of the big differences between Cuba and the United States is that life there is not organized around consumer preferences and convenience like it is here. But one of the things the society is organized around and which surprised me was cleanliness. Homes, are they're not full of knickknacks that collect dust. Pets largely live outdoors. And the country, it's just not full of countless stores that sell all kinds of food and products and single-use plastics. So there's just not a lot of trash that ends up on the ground. It's a really, really clean place. And so when I finally made it back to my um, very American apartment, honestly uh, full of knickknacks, dog and cat fur, a uh, refrigerator and cabinets full of things I'm never going to eat or use. Let's just say that I had some feelings. I felt unclean. Frankly, I felt sinful. And so I spent the next 24 hours filling four gallon-sized trash bags with all my shameful junk in an attempt to wash away that icky feeling. Like if I could just clean my house well enough, I could wash away all the ways in which I participate in a consumer society that isn't doing me or the rest of the world any favors. If I could just fill one more trash bag, I wouldn't have to answer for my own part in this particularly American sin, which is the idolatry of consumer choice and the ways in which all those choices have added up to fuel many of the world's biggest problems, like class inequality and the global warming that is causing the fires destroying so much of the West. But the reality is that I couldn't wash that feeling away. 
It didn't matter how clean I got my house or how many trash bags I took out. I just couldn't free myself from that punch in the gut that I am part of something much bigger than myself and that this thing I'm a part of, that it harms other people and the planet. And that so far in my life, I've been unable to pull myself out from underneath the weight of it. I just couldn't wash away the knowledge of my own sin. Which is what I hear Jesus telling the Pharisees in today's gospel, that the religious leaders, nor the disciples, nor anyone else will get rid of their sin if they just scrub hard enough. Because that's just not how sin works. It's, it's not something alien to us, some kind of foreign particle that somehow rubs off on us. It's not introduced from the outside. Instead, sin is part of our DNA. It comes from within, from our core. And so it's not something we're going to be able to remove if we just vacuum our floors, make our beds, or fold our clothes. Sin is within us. That's the bad news. But the good news, Jesus says, is that what defiles us is able to come out. And this is the part that I think is most often understood, where Jesus says, listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come, fornication, theft, murder, etc. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. So the way this has often been read is that Jesus is giving us this new, revised, condensed list of what sins to avoid. As if by just knowing this new short list, the fornication, theft, murder, etc., we will have a better chance at avoiding being sinful people. But it's probably not a surprise that I don't think that's what Jesus is saying at all. Jesus isn't giving us a guidebook for escaping sin. He's teaching us a way to confess it. Because sin, Jesus says, is that which is able to come out from us. And it can come out in two ways. It can come out destructively, Or it can be drawn out by the grace and mercy of God when we are honest about who we are and confess that truth. Because when we try and wash away all the things that eat away at us, when we try and hide them, that's when our sin really gets a hold of us. We're trapped because we think it's possible to save ourselves from our humanity, and yet we are aware that we have been unable to. But when we speak the truth about ourselves and the knowledge that God loves us, we are freed from the grip that our imperfections have on us. But why do we even need the concept of sin to begin with? Like, would it not be more helpful to just dispense with the whole idea that there is something within us that is broken and instead focus on what is right? During my flight back from Cuba, um, the guy sitting next to me asked me that same question. (laughs) 
He felt that perhaps the whole notion of sin is just a self-fulfilling prophecy, that if we think there's something wrong with us, then we are bound to do more bad things. I must admit that this was not what I wanted to be discussing during my vacation. (laughs) But I was the one who opened my big mouth and told him what I do for a living. (laughs) And so this was the price I had to pay. And therefore, as my penance, this, this is what I told him. That I don't see sin as a synonym for the bad things that we do. Sure, we, we do bad things. But sin is not just the sum of all those bad things. Sin is the reality that we don't have everything that we need. And that all our problems begin the moment we forget that we were made to be deeply in need of each other and in need of God. And that when we confess our sins, we aren't wallowing in our mistakes in order to make God happy with us. We are just remembering that we don't have it all. That we were placed into a world teeming with other people and created life for a reason. Because all of us and all of it are needed. Within all of us is a part of the divine life of God and that the reign of God will not be complete until we all stop trying to wash away our our need of each other. Until we all finally come to rest in the knowledge that every piece of all that ever existed is part of a whole that we call God. And I don't know about you, but I can't hear this good news enough because when I stop hearing it, and when I stop hearing that I don't have all that it takes, I end up where I was three weeks ago, trying to scrub off and throw away the evidence that I have something to learn. And then I start forgetting how desperately I need all of you and how much I need a God whose main job is to stitch all of us into that magnificent tapestry of neediness that we rest in every day. And so my question to you today is, what are you trying to wash away? What are you trying to bag up and secretly throw away in the dark of night thinking that no one notices? What are the ways in which you are in need of others that you would rather not see? Because those are the things that defile you as long as they stay trapped inside of you. But God is here, right here, right now, waiting to draw all those things out of you and to set you free. Because God is, God is waiting to hear your confession, not because God needs it, but because we need it. Confession is our lifeblood because it is what connects us to our humanity and to each other. Therefore, I invite you to confess your sins because this is where our life begins. Amen. You have been listening to the sermon podcast for House for All Sinners and Saints. 
If you like what you've been hearing and would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, just go to our website, www.houseforall.org, and click on Give.